Growing, growing up, we have an idea of our teen years. A pink car, a sidekick best friend, and lots and lots of pink clothes. Characters like Hilary Duff, Elle Woods, Moesha, musicians like Aaliyah have impacted our generation of clothing and lifestyle. Not only do they think outside of the box, but they destroy the box altogether. Like Zania Sims. I met Zania my freshman year in the Human Geography AP class, or as we called it, HGAP. One thing I noticed about her, besides her amazing style and her infectious laugh, oh, but her infectious laugh, there was something about her that was so warm and inviting, which is why I wanted to bring her in today. We have Zania Sims in the building. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad we get to have you. So first, introduce ourselves. Who is Zania? You know, give us the whole spiel. So my name is Zanaya Sims. I'm 19 years old. I that's I'm sorry, that still surprises me. I'm like, wait, I'm not 16, because the coronavirus messed me all the way up. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I absolutely love fashion. I feel like that's my trademark. Just me being a quote-unquote like Y2K fashion icon, whatever. And just me loving pink and being girly. I just feel like it's me. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Where did this start? Like, do you have like an aha moment? Like, like going and seeing Barbies or like watching a specific show? Or was this specific moment that you saw you were like, that's going to be me? All right. So literally since I came out the womb, <laughs> I've love everything girly i grew up on movies like mean girls mm. clueless legally blonde like i know that you know came out um a few years back but my mom like had it on the tv all the time so i was just absorbing that all in so i've always been into that fashion but surprisingly um i have super strict parents so i wasn't really allowed to dress myself the way I wanted to until senior year actually I know that sounds pretty insane but they didn't like the idea of crop tops or mini skirts on their teenage daughters they're like yeah you're gonna wait till you're like 18 years old so that's when I really actually got to express myself but I've always 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 been in love with the whole idea so what would you call like your aesthetic? Like, like let's rebrand it to you. So even though Y2K is my absolute favorite, I've also, I'm so open to other styles, like, you know, cute kawaii fashion or emo or something grunge. I've even tried like visco, but making it like cute Ooh. or literally anything like rocker, like literally I, I just love fashion. So I'll just do cute little different ideas, but God, I don't know. An aesthetic for just me. I don't even know what to call that. I just say everything core. <laughs> everything. You guys have to see her page. You have to see her page. You have to see her music video. She made a music video. I was like, I, I was like, man, I saw that video and I was like, Allie, you're wasting your high school years and I is living her best life. When you go to college, you are going to channel your inner Zanaya. 
I loved oh it. Ted, you guys have to watch the video. Also, she does edits. Yes. Uh, I need, I'm so sorry. I am so behind on that. Because I used to be, like, ever since I was 13, addicted to edits. And, of course, that's my major, you know. I'm really? Be yes, it is. So oh, my gosh. I guess I'm kind of more focused on those type of projects compared to, oh, let me make, like, a silly little, or, like, you know, not as professional uh, iPhone edit and then post it on Instagram compared to let me make a Premiere Pro uh, project where I'm editing a movie or clip, you know, something professional. But I've always been into that too. I absolutely love editing. We need to talk after this. We gotta, we gotta converse. <laughs> There's some projects. Um, oh, yes, yes. Scripts already written, but... <laughs> so we wanted to start with where do you want to start with what we kind of talked before um mm -hmm. I wanted to because when I thought about interviewing people I wanted to kind of focus on black women who are black and because I guess something that we have in common is you know we're not like I wouldn't say the typical, but when people think about black women, they put it down to this specific type, you know, yeah, this, you know, yeah. slim, like thin, baddie, or even yeah. the hot Cheeto girl, and they try to, like, dehumanize us and make fun of us. So Ooh. if you're not that, you're not black, you're either white or you're trying to be something else. Exactly, or they'll call you like an Oreo or something, or like, oh, you're the whitest black girl I've ever met just because you don't fit a stereotype. It's so dehumanizing, so I would love to talk about that. Yeah, how did that <laughs> affect you and stuff? Yeah, um, uh, my whole life, I keep saying this, I'm like, yeah, my whole life I've been, but it's true, um, I noticed that about you too, though. You know, we both don't fit that mold of mm -hmm. what people think of. When they think of a black girl, they usually think of someone who is not as intelligent mm -hmm. or not as spoken or someone who, oh, this makes me just so mad, but someone who's like ugly or doesn't take care of themselves or who is very trashy. And that is really really sad to think about because black women are so unique and amazing and creative and beautiful so I don't even understand how that stereotype come into place but personally I've definitely dealt with that um because in school I usually excelled and people would say wow like you're so smart and I would think it's a compliment I mean I'm pretty sure anyone would think that's a compliment but a little later, I kind of realized, I'm like, wait a second, it's, because the way they were saying it wasn't a compliment, it was more of a surprise mm -hmm. comment, you know, like, wow, you're, like, really smart, I didn't expect that. People have actually said to me, oh, I thought you would be, like, really stupid. I know, like, straight up, like, bluntly to my face, and... Most of the time, I hate myself for this, but I'll just laugh it off, like, oh, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, instead of sticking up for myself, but 
I just feel that's something that all of us face sometime in our life. So it's been hard and I'm even still going through that to this day and probably until, you know, forever, but that's just the journey of it. How have you not let it affect you? Like, you know, kind of weaned off of that, like taking control. Mm -hmm. I've honestly tried to use it as motivation. Mm. I want to say, let me prove them wrong. They think I'm this. They have this image in their heads of what I'm supposed to be. So what if I just do the opposite? I can prove them wrong. I don't have to get mad. I don't even have to say it in words. I don't have to be like, wow, why would you say that? Or I'm not this. I kind of tend to let me just be quiet and show them through my work, through you know, everything that I do through actions, not words. I just like to prove them wrong. I I felt that so strongly. Do you ever, I don't know if it's just me, do you ever feel like you have the whole, like, Black community on your back? Like, whenever you're talking to somebody of a different culture or, you know, our business that we want to get into is, you know, very, like, white out, kind of, very hard to get into, do you ever feel like when you're talking to somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to, you know? Like, do you mean as in like, like give an example so uh, I can kind of know what you're talking about. Um, I guess even shopping. Like, do you ever shop mm-hmm. and you make sure your bag is closed or like you're being careful what not to touch so you don't want them to think or like even like a teacher, oh, yeah. you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I know it's not the same experience as that other people are going to face or Mm -hmm. if something happens, you know, eyes are going to be on me, not my white friend or my Asian friend. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. stupid. I'm not blind. I know that people are going to assume it's me in situations like those. Mm -hmm. I make sure to, you know, this is even so silly, but when I find like a good piece at the thrift store, I usually, I'm like, wow, this is a steal. Only $1. I can't say that. I can't say, wow, this is such a steal. Because I'm like, wait a second. They're going to think I'm stealing this. You got to watch where you are. You got to watch who you are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I have to be like, wow, this is a great bargain. <laughs> I have to revert to words like that. And I'm like, that's not how I talk, but... You know, you just got to put on that facade and just watch where you are and watch what you say. And it's so hard. Like, even, like, words like that, you know? I know. And I didn't think anything of it at first until, like, someone, like, my mom was like, Maya, watch what you're saying. I'm like, oh, 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 Mm. you know? Because I didn't even realize it. And there's a lot of limitations, even while childhood. Like, you said your, your parents, like, it took them a certain point for you to express yourself. Mm-hmm. And even while back, I feel like, I guess, black families kind of had this box to put our kids in to protect us. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand because yeah. you know how young black girls will often be sexualized mm-hmm. and grown, but then white girls will like wear the same thing or do the same thing. And it's like, oh, they're just having fun. They're just being a kid, whatever. You know, like, it'll be the silliest thing. Like, oh, you can't paint your nails red. That's yes! Like yes! Like, I'm, too grown. I'm like, it's the color red? What? 
No, thank you. My God. What about their favorite color? I don't even get it, but yeah. And the funny thing, like with all this stuff and all these precautions, like stuff still happened, you know? Ooh. What? Like, okay, so do you want to have kids one day? Is that, like, a oh, part? what are some? So in the future, yes. Um, I know, God, the idea of pregnancy scares me. But Fast forward. I love the idea of having kids, though, because I feel like I can totally be, like, the fun mom type. <laughs> like, I want them to have I want to obviously be my kids' inspiration, mm-hmm. whether they're a boy or girl, I don't care. I want them to have a, you know, strong role model to look up to and who's better than their own mother. So I would just love to have two little kids. I love babies. No, because yes, yes, I am, I'm ready, man. After I, like, get married, like, yeah, like, we'll wait a year, but I feel like when I yeah, get that oh, test, yeah, I am best I'm day. So- I'm waiting till I am, you know, married, settled, and then I'm having kids. It's not like, yep, want kids next year. Oh, no. No, because <laughs> well, I have to watch what I say. Yeah, because I'm like, man, I love babies so much. My mom's like, hold on. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's not in the plan until the next 10 years. Less than that for me. I don't know if I use it or not. I'm speeding up the process. <laughs> What are some things that you would like to change for your kids? Or like, because some people say, like people have said, yes, it's completely different. You know, um, and how like in 2030, white people are not going to be the majority anymore and all of this stuff. But in terms of like the red nail polish, what are some things that you want to kind of take with them or kind of push and hold back on? Yeah, so this generation, like, I really do believe it, like, generation, what are we? Z. Z. Wait, what are we? Z. (laughs) Z, okay, I wasn't sure. Okay, so, uh, I don't like that for us, that we're put it in that generation, because I feel like we're a little bit different from, like, kids 10 years younger than us, but whatever. Um, I feel like this generation is going to be better parents god i hope that's not like controversial no it's not i feel like we are gonna let our kids express themselves Mm -hmm. more and talk about their feelings more Mm -hmm. and not be so quick to be like um adults are always right your parents are always right i understand you should always 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 respect your parents respect your elders respect your adults but don't drill into their mindset that we're right um 100 of the time and you can't talk back to me if you have expressed yourself or if you slightly disagree with me then you're wrong you're grounded i'm gonna punish you i feel like that's taking it too far so with my kids i want to teach them that It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay Mm -hmm. to express your emotions in a healthy way. It's okay to talk to me. Um, It's okay to express yourself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even allowed to decorate my room, like, at all, until I went to college. That was the first time I ever got to decorate my room. I'm not even joking. Like, it wouldn't be like, 
um, I had no say. I could still be like, um, I guess I like this, but my mom would do it all. I was not allowed to hang posters or have like stuff on the floor, just nothing. My mom wanted it very professional. She, even like the room I'm in right now, cause you know, I'm back home. It's all her work. I had no say. So that's why I really liked, um, going to college and getting to do that all by myself. But with my kids, I do want to um, let them have a bit more freedom mm-hmm. in terms of stuff like that. What was that like decorating your dorm after like, you know, like what oh, did that feel that, like? You know, it was literally the first of freedom and expression that I needed. I was like, I'm making everything pink. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy and when I say I literally did it all by myself my parents helped me bring in all the decor I bought all the decor by myself and then they left they went back home and I spent all night until 3 a.m. just decorating putting things everywhere and at the end and when I got done yeah one day literally one day till 3 a.m. stayed up the whole time just decorating 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 and I was so happy I was like I love it. <laughs> it was fine. What was like that like when you were done? When you were just like, I live here. I was now. like, I finally have something that reflects me. Mm. I felt proud because being here right now, I'm like, I don't really feel like it's me. Mm-hmm. Being in my room, in my dorm room, makes me feel inspired and energized I feel like that's really uh, home I don't want to uh, I don't want to say it say it <laughs> like when I say when I say home I don't mean like oh being at college is home I still feel like the house I'm in is like home but in terms of like my room I feel like the college dorm is my room and this is kind of a temporary temporary place for me to yeah know what I'm saying because if it's your own work you feel like that's home because it's like hey I put this all together that feels like home to me you know you replanted your seed there you know you can't just switch back and forth Mm -hmm. yeah I already say my home is at UNT I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah I understand that Mm -hmm. that's definitely what I would say makes me feel like a place I could, uh, I don't want to call it home, actually. I feel a little, I feel a little embarrassed. I, I feel like I can, I feel like it's my, I feel like it's a reflection of myself. I like yeah, that that's good. I like that too. It shifts it, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about expressing yourself at a Christian school. Yes. How's that like? Because I've seen you posted, like, stuff about, you know, your RA or, like, students. And I'm just like, are y'all being serious? Yeah. Okay. So that is definitely a good subject. So being at a Christian college, Mm -hmm. obviously, I love the Christian aspect. I love the academics. I love everything about the school now in terms of people okay we get it it's a predominantly white school and you know you're gonna face some 
differences there. It's not going to be as diverse. Because, you know, growing up in Plano, okay, so people say what you want to say. I know it might be like, oh, Plano is predominantly white. But there was a good mix. There was a Thank good mix. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. If anything, I feel like it was actually, I don't know. I want to say more colored people. I don't know. It feels that way for me. I, like, was not swarmed with white people at all the schools I went to because I went to a lot of different Plano schools. And all of them, I don't want to say, like, oh, yeah, I was, like, full of POC. Like, obviously, I would still, okay, I would still say the majority is white, actually. But it wasn't, like, there was only one other black kid in the grade. Yeah. It was not like that. Like, they make it seem like that. It is not like that. People whose cultures like, you haven't even heard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at ACU, I feel like there's more white people there compared to, like, Plano schools. Mm. So I was I was expecting it to be, like, Plano. Like, okay, look at them. I feel like it's a little... It's a bit... Like, the percentage of white people is a little bit more. Mm. So, yeah, that makes it a little bit challenging um but yeah expressing myself wow so (laughs) the people there and this goes for everyone just everyone there no one dresses like me (laughs) they all wear the same thing like sweatshirts leggings you know Birkenstocks comfy leisure comfy leisure is the thing there so I am definitely like an eyesore like me sticking out in the crowd like a group photo and then it's me it's like oh that's an eye <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna point me out like oh there she goes just by my outfit alone I could like cover my whole face up like just put the clothes out and it's like yep that's her so it's definitely um I definitely stand out in a crowd uh, um, at, at Plano. I feel like I didn't stand out like that. I, there was also some stylish people where it was like, okay. You know, obviously it's like, okay, that's a nice skill, but it wasn't like everyone's staring at me. Here, mm. I definitely have eyes on me. Like, it's like, at Plano, I feel like it was a little more normalized. Yeah, people you know? were like, oh, they saw you once and they were like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I get compliments. Like, at Plano, compliments, compliments, compliments. I do still get um, compliments at ACU, but not as much. It's more of a people just talking with their friends and they're like, oh my gosh, like, look at her. And I don't want to say, I don't want to say people talk about me in a bad way, but I also feel like it's not a good way. I feel like it's more of a surprised reaction, like a, wow, she really wore that. Or wow, like she's dressed, like she's actually dressed like that. And I feel like mm. these type of people aren't as used to it because Abilene Christian University is in the country. So there are a lot of people who do not come from that type of background. Mm. Or it's like black girls dress like that. So that's like a real shocker for them. And they're like, whoa, because I do a lot of different styles there, especially when I dress any type of alternative style, like emo or something. I swear, like, the host was just, like, what? Like, just looking at me. Because it's just this black girl in all black and, like, five-inch boots. And it's, like, 
What are you doing here? <laughs> so it's definitely, um, I don't even know, a challenge, mm -hmm. I guess. Because I do want to say I'm an extrovert, but at the same time, if I'm not receiving positive energy from other people, I kind of feel like, am I a problem? Mm -hmm. Like, why are these people reacting good? I feel like it, Plano, it was like a lot of compliments. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I was just like, yay. I was thriving off the attention. But the attention here isn't as positive. So I'm kind of worried a little bit. Like, oh, maybe I should have wear something a bit more casual. Mm. So it's, it's, I would say it's a little bit of a struggle being able to completely express myself in my clothing there. How have you, like, recovered from all of that? Because that sounds really, like, exhausting, you know? Yeah. Uh, honestly, finding friends, finding people who do accept me as I am, how I dress, how I act, my personality, because that's another thing. <laughs> I, I just have a really, really outgoing, loud personality, and I'm proud of it. Yeah! The super extrovert that I am. So finding the people who do like me um, definitely energizes me and helps me heal from the people who give me maybe like looks or don't really understand me. It's like, well, that's okay because I have friends who do. So I think the friends that I've made there are kind of my healing source. I love that. Yeah, it's like you need to have balance. Kiki Palmer came to our school and she was like, just find a group of people. Just find. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Wait, wait. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, she came. Yeah. She, You're literally lying to I'm me. I'm dead serious. No. I miss Kiki Palmer. Miss? No, because we know. Do you? Does your school have like signs for like activities and stuff? On like the side of the grass? Activities? Uh, I mean... Kind of. It was the first week, and I see, like, a photo of Kiki Palmer. I thought it was, like, Zoom. I was like, oh, miss, she flew out to UNT. Yes. I literally don't. Yeah. I didn't think it was real, but then, yeah, she came in, um, and she... And you're like, you're like, are you a hologram? Hello? It was, <laughs> yeah. And she was, she was, ooh, she was beautiful. But she was, oh like... I love her. She is so full of life. I love the way she talks. She is so entertaining. Mm -hmm. She could just carry a convo for hours, and I would just be like this, like eating popcorn, like hearing her tell stories. I absolutely love it. You're so lucky. I'm so jealous right now. It's the unapologetically me in black at the same time. I love her. You're so lucky. No, because I was... They were doing like pictures, like the class pictures or that. And I was like, but she, one thing that she said, which like, she was like, find a group of people. You don't care. Cause in Hollywood, it's like, and it, Abilene, oh, yeah. Christian school, you know, mm -hmm. do you ever feel like sometimes, cause I'm also a very like bubbly, like, do you ever feel like. Like, it's, like, exhausting, you know? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Like you mean being bubbly and mm-hmm. energetic and being on a hundred all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what. That. Okay. Uh, for sure, because people expect you to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. if that's your personality, people expect you to be like that twenty four seven of the time. Mm-hmm. But what about those days when you're not t- uh, up to that level, or you're just tired, or you just you know are running on low energy? Um, cause I kid you not, one day I showed up just wearing sweats and sunglasses. So it wasn't like, um, an exciting outfit and even my mood, I was just like, you know, whatever. Cause I was just feeling eh, that day and I kid you not, everyone, people that did not even talk to me were like, are you Okay. And I'm like, what? And it wasn't like I was like, you know, uh, super down there, like crying or like I was sick. I was just like, eh, I don't really feel like dressing up today. Like I was kind of like, just not there, but not, it wasn't like I was uh, all the way down there, like rock bottom and like crying my eyes out. Like I was fine. I was fine. So for people to ask me like, are you okay? Like, are you sick? Mm. oh my god what happened like did someone die and I was like I'm fine I'm just not up there today like not everyone can just you know be on that grind Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm okay so yeah it does get exhausting when you have that type of personality and people expect you to be like that um what's your what's your Myers-Briggs type I think it's INFP. I don't. I th- I did that like a long time ago, and I probably butchered it up. I have like. I'm, a, I'm an ENFP. What does that mean? <laughs> Explain it. Okay, so I know each letter. I literally have been addicted to like the types and like studying them. So the first one you can either get an I or an E. An I is for introvert. E is for extrovert. So I'm an extrovert. Then the next one you can either get an N or an S. N is more imaginative. You think about the future. You're a daydreamer. Always thinking about, hmm, like, I wonder how this is going to go. Like, just thinking about the future. and Oh, my gosh, my future life's going to be so nice. You know, just always gone. You're never in the moment. Um, S is in the moment. You know, you're mm-hmm. very... Okay, um, I'm not going to worry about the consequences of it. We're going to do this right now. Think about right now, right now, right now. Um, then the next one is either a T, a T or an F. A T is like a thinker. A F is a feeler. A T, mm. you're going to act with your head. F, you're going to act with your heart. So I'm an F, I act with my heart. And then the last one is a J or a P. Basically, a P is a procrastinator. That's me. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a procrastinator, and then when it gets to it, I just like get spontaneous a lot of times. I I plan stuff, but a lot of times I don't follow it through. Compared to like a J, who plans their things out, they're never really spontaneous. They're very okay. This is gonna be on this day, this day, this day, this day, and they're they're very organized, planned out. So, um, and I found it so interesting because my, uh, my best friend is a INTJ, 
So mm. think of Wednesday Adams. That's because she's the INTJ. So she's literally Wednesday, like the same exact uh, type as her. And then I'm an ENFP, which is Enid. So I'm like, oh my God, we're like opposites. <laughs> but it's like the same, like we still have like that connection. So I find that so funny. Halloween costume 2023 already picked out. Done. Literally. Oh, that would be so perfect. That'd be fun. How are you... Does she go to your school? No. Where does she go? Unfortunately. No, so, okay. She went to Plano Senior High with me mm-hmm. for senior year. Um, she goes to UTD now, so University of Texas, Dallas. I think that's in Richardson, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, three hours away. But whenever I come home, we always see each other. Like, I just saw her literally, like, two days ago. So, it's cool, you know, we still meet up. But she's definitely, um, like, my twin. Mm-hmm. Like, we, the matching outfits, we're always, always, always matching and just doing stuff together. And, you know, she gets me. So I love that. <laughs> what was that like, finding a person who could accept you? Because for me, um, you know, being told, like, for me, like, you're too much, you gotta trim it down, like, not everybody's gonna be able to receive that, and you're just, like, and finding that person where it's just, like, it's okay, like, what was that like for you? Oh, my gosh, it was literally, like, thank you, God, for giving me this person in my life, because, um, on the first day of school, I sat right behind her literally right behind her and I'll never forget what she was wearing swear to god I'm literally gonna describe Wednesday Adams right now she was wearing a black and white striped sweater (laughs) with um black and white oh one white bow on one side of her pigtail and then a black bow on the other side of her pigtail and she was wearing like black smudged eyeliner under her eye and she just had these big eyes and was so tiny like literally five feet and but so adorable I thought she was so cute and I wanted to say so bad I just wanted to run up to her and say you're adorable but I stopped myself and we didn't talk on the first day because I didn't say anything I was a little scared that maybe she wouldn't like me because I'm the complete opposite of her but on the second day I was like I'm gonna say something she was still wearing a cute little um, outfit. And I came up to her and I was like, you're so cute. I love the little bows in your hair. And she was like, oh, thank you. And you could tell like she like really, really appreciated that. Mm. Um, because she even told me she was very um, antisocial in a way. She didn't really talk to anyone her junior year. She literally had like no friends and um, I could even notice, like, she dressed like me, like, mm. fashionable compared to the rest of the people in the class who didn't really dress like that. So we kind of clicked instantly ever since I complimented her. Um, we just paired up for a project together. We understood each other right away, talked about things, realized how actually alike we are. And I actually got her out of her shell because she used to be really, really quiet and shy. But now 
I want to say she's turned into a little extrovert. She would still identify as an introvert, but I definitely bring the extroverted side out of her. So I'm so happy that we met. <laughs> it's interesting how, like, we, you guys both share, like, expressing yourselves and how that, like, creates loneliness and a divide. Mm-hmm. And I so much because I remember my freshman year of of high school I was like Allie I'm gonna do makeup and it's every day and every day and it's like hard to find people because like people Mm -hmm. assume that you're gonna be mean or rude but it's so lonely and it's like a price you have to pay to express yourself you know that's so true yeah because a lot of people are intimidated by that mm-hmm. if you dress really nice they're gonna be like oh they're gonna be really yeah like you said mean or stuck up or think they're like have this god complex or mm-hmm. something or think they're too cool or maybe like being a loner is their thing and it's like no it's not my thing please be my friend come talk to me <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let my, like, whatever I'm wearing intimidate you. Mm-hmm. I, I love compliments. I thrive off the of compliments. Like, literally just compliment my shoes, and I'll be like, I love you. Let's, let's like, go out to eat together, like, every day. Let's I hang out. Compliments. Thank you. <laughs> let's hang out. Like, literally, can I go to your house? <laughs> I love your pigtails, Anaya. Thank They're very you. cute. <laughs> They're amazing. No, you literally can see me blushing right I now. Know. Like, I know! Like, when I say I thrive off tolerance, I thrive off tolerance. Me too. And it used to be, because it's kind of my mom's fault. It is because I would come home from school every day on the bus. Not on the bus. My mom picked me up. She'd be like, Allie, like, did you get any compliments today? And then it felt like if I didn't get compliments, I didn't do something right. So it was yes. just like this. Oh when you get your hair done and they're like, did anyone compliment your hair today? Yes! <laughs> no! And you have to learn like how to fill up your cup yourself. And I'm struggling with that now. I want to get to a point where it's like, I look hot, you know, that's it, you know? And you do. It's mm-hmm. almost like, it's like if you, if somebody didn't say something, it's like, it wasn't enough, or was it too much, and should I dial it down a little bit, and, like, I want to get to a point where, like, like, I don't need that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, where you don't need to be as codependent on other people, like, let's say, and that's actually what I'm learning, you know, right now, even if other people don't like me, or, you know, don't like the way I might express myself, that's okay because I like it. And, you know, that's a lesson I'm learning. So. I, I I heard somebody said, like, I wasn't made to be liked. Yeah. And I was like... Dang. Yeah. Oof. That kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like, that... I feel like accepting ourselves gives us, like, rejection from the world. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, do you want to go, like, light and fuzzy? We can continue. We're going to go deep, like, you know, like, relationship. We're going to talk about, and talk about, like, age gap and your, your freshman year. Like, where do you want to go? I just rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> that was interesting. That... 
my gosh, that... She did not like you for some strange reason. She hated me, and I think it was my personality. No, because that day and you were crying, she was brutal. She was a t heartless heart, you know? Literally, literally, you know, we can talk about that. You know? Yeah. And okay, so we met freshman H gap class. Shout out or not shout out. Uh Lulu oh Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse. Um and it's um we'll take it away. You can take it away. God, yeah, so HGAP, what does that stand for? Human Geography AP. So that was my first, that, that was, was that our first AP, AP class? class yeah. That was our first AP class ever. And it was challenging. That class was hard. That, I think to this day, that was like the hardest class I ever took. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was a lot for a, what grade? You're like 14, 14. yeah. That, I, that was a lot. Like, thinking about that, I'm like, that's young. That was a lot. But um, the teacher would give us these impossible, what was it, tests? The tests were so hard. FRQs. Oh, God, yes, the FRQs. We literally had to write. Like, it wasn't multiple choice. No. Would give us, like, not even a question, not, like, a simple question. We had to like go in depth. It was like multiple questions in one question and then go in depth and give statistics and just all this evidence. And I remember she literally called me out in front of the class. She would like pass out grades or like tell the grades. And I will never forget one time she was like, I, Zania, I don't even know what you wrote. Like, what is this? She literally said that. And I don't know if you remember, but she was like, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah, and I was like sitting there, and I was like, "Okay, well, would you rather I give a blank piece of paper, or would you rather I try?" Like, so I felt like that was a really disgusting thing to do as a teacher to one say that in front of the class, and mm -hmm. then to work like that to a fourteen, fifteen year old. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that makes me sick. I'm sorry. That's so gross. Like. Yeah, she needs to get fired. <laughs> no, I'm petty. There's a lot of... Mm. I Honestly, I think the only reason that she liked me is because my mom spoke Spanish to her. Because she was like, oh, she's black, but she's Hispanic, so she gets a pass. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She was very, very... Well, I feel like rude. I'm going to say she was rude, and it made me sad. Um, And then even talking about... Ugh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say this. Oh, we don't have sorry. to talk no, about it. Because I'm like, no, I'll say it, but I just have to kind of prepare myself. So, um, there was this Instagram influencer. Before influencers were really a thing, like on TikTok. Like, this was before TikTok blew up like this. Mm -hmm. um, in 2018, I followed her in 2018. And I just saw she was a very, very beautiful black girl. We were about the same age. And she posted these super gorgeous photos, you know, whatever. And I was just like, okay, just a pretty girl. Let me follow, you know, she's also black cool. But, you know, a few, and I was like, oh, let me edit her, whatever. 
she comments, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is so exciting. Um, and a few months pass, and I kind of get to know her a little better. You know, she started a YouTube channel, so it kind of felt more personable hearing her talk. Um, she would go live a lot of the times, and she was just the funniest soul ever. She was so sweet, so funny. Just literally, it felt like a friend. Mm-hmm. And we even DM'd a few times because I would make, you know, like the edits of her and stuff. And she would be like, wow, like, you're so good and stuff like that. And be like, how'd you learn how to do that? And so we got to talk a little bit and I got to know her. Um, so in terms of like someone who I followed who's like an influencer type of person and does that, she would be my number one. Because I didn't follow anyone like that. She was pretty much the only influencer type of person I followed because she was very relatable. So, and I kind of saw myself in her, like the person who I wanted to be. Because I didn't post pictures like that. Because again, you know, strict parents. But Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, I kind of want to do stuff like that. And she would get gifted things like free lashes, free wigs, you know, free clothes, stuff like that. So I was like, she's just out here living her life at 15, 16 years old. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Fine. No, um, take, take your time. Take your time. So, in HGAP class, mm-hmm. we were just doing work silently. Well, not silently, you know, people were talking, but like independent work time, blah, blah, blah. The teacher was, like, talking to some other adult that, like, I don't know, was in the room or something like that. And, you know, I'm just on my phone. I go to Instagram, and I see my activity. And it, I swear to God, it said 100 likes, 100 comments, 100. I'm like, Mm. what? I'm like, I actually got excited at first. I was like, did, like, I blow up? Did I become, like, oh, did I get famous? <laughs> I was like, did I just blow up, reach my influencer? <laughs> so I got really excited, like, oh, here we go. Um, I clicked the heart button, because this is, like, before the update or whatever, um, and it's just all these likes on the Ashley edit that I made. Um, back in November because uh, I made this edit in November and this month this was January and I was confused I was like okay I guess this edit blew up for some reason whatever did she like post on her story so I click it and then all in the comments R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm. beautiful angel long live on I'm literally like holding the phone like this like in shock like just like what and you were at the same table I was there and two other people right it was an all girls table yeah it was two other girls there and you as well so it was like our all girls table whatever and I start bawling (laughs) I remember that. I start bawling, and even like 
I still remember Grayson, you know, this boy behind me is like, what happened? Like, why are you, are you crying? Why are you crying? And I was like, you know, she passed away and they actually died. And no one knows who that is. So yeah. they're like, like they're, everyone's like, who, like, who is she to you? And so it kind of sucks because mm. no one could relate or be like, oh my gosh, I know. Cause no one knew who that was. So no one could sympathize with me or whatever. So I'm just sitting there bawling my eyes out. And then the teacher is literally like, what's going on? And like, no remorse, no sympathy. No. Like, like why are you crying? And I'm like, like explaining like, you know, like my favorite influencer died. And I swear to God, she tells me to get out. She literally She does. She does. She says, get out. She's literally like, go get out and collect yourself or something. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm in like shock and disbelief and crying at the yeah. same time. So, so I just walk out. I just walk out and sit on like the chairs that are outside, just crying and crying and crying. And I finally like collect myself and I, I go back inside and finish the day or whatever and then after class she talks to me and she's like I think she said oh I didn't mean to be rude or whatever but you were disrupting the class and I needed you to get out and collect yourself but in my head I'm like that's not how you approach that yeah that was not sympathetic at all no. She could have been way nicer. I understand you don't want me to disrupt the class, but you can be like, oh, sweetie, are you okay? Like, oh, like, and she didn't even go outside with me. You know, she didn't even go outside. Make sure you're she okay. Didn't yeah. She didn't, she didn't even care. She was just like, go outside, like by myself. She, like a good teacher, you would think, would walk out with you, talk to them outside, calm you down. She didn't do any of that. So that kind of sucked, mm. you know, hearing about her death because she died on January the 21st, but I found out the day after because, mm. you know, it's not going to go like the day of. Yeah. she did it last night. So I found out in class the very next day on the 22nd. And so it really, really sucked finding out about the news like that in the middle of class. And I know it may seem like, why did you get that sad? You know, I feel like most people would just be like, wow, that sucks, man. Wow. And then, like, go to the next thing. But I guess the reason it really impacted me was because I felt like I had a connection to her. Mm-hmm. We actually talked to you each other. You texted her. I actually saw her live streams. I got to feel her personality. I made edits of her. She commented. I feel it was like a connection in some way. And I could see me and her being actual friends it wasn't like some i don't know 20 something year old just posting photos and that's it like mm-hmm. that i would be like oh that sucks but having someone a bit more relatable and more connected to their followers made it feel more real like i actually knew her like in person like an in real life friend so i guess that's why it impacted me so much also because I was connected with her community, you know, other mm. editors who made edits of her and stuff. And we would talk and be like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. I love her. Da, da, da. So we connected. So just 
I guess that's why it impacted me that much. But, oh my God, and I can't believe that was what? Almost five years Four. ago. Oh my God. Yeah. Literally. I just so sad. <laughs> I hate, oh my gosh, I hate just finding out about it that way. But yeah, that was, this is the first time I'm like speaking about it like this, like going in depth. I don't ever think, I don't think I've ever um said it like this before. So thank you for being open and honest. And your feelings were invalidated like that. And I think that that was like, which kind of enabled you to kind of just like keep it to yourself. And, yeah. you know, like when you were talking, I'm like, I'm like no one cares. I'm yeah. Like, what happened? They're gonna be like, oh, okay, that's it. So that kind of that hurts even more. Like, like no one cares that someone literally died. That she shot herself, and mm-hmm. people are just like, dang, that sucks. Well, I'll yeah, it's like it's more than that. So, yeah. No, because like I remember like being in class when you were telling me the backstory. It was just like. Because everybody kind of treated it like a joke. Mm-hmm. And when it was so sudden and so fast and stuff and, you know. But I think it's kind of cool when you described her and, you know, her social media presence. And now you, you're you getting, like, clothing and stuff from other brands and companies. I, and you're... And literally because, like, a little bit of that was because of her having that inspiration because I'm like I see someone like me mm-hmm. getting this opportunity that's what Loki inspired me from the first place because I'm like I see a young black teenage mm-hmm. girl with t- and who literally had a personality like me super bubbly and outgoing and sweet and she has this no, I don't want to say, you know, perfect life, but an opportunity that I really, really look um, forward to if I were to ever be in that position. So that really inspired me to do that. And her story is really sad because she got bullied and she would self-harm because other people were bullying her. Um, and it's literally because they were jealous, but it just makes me so mad and sad. <sighs> but she definitely inspired me. She inspired me a lot. I mean, it's a domino effect. You know, you and you inspire me. And, you know, it's cool, like, seeing your, your music video and all of that stuff. I'm like, it was... I, like, took a break from all that stuff. I'm like, Ali, what are you doing? Look, what the hell are you wearing? I need to go home and get back to my roots. Like, I was like... My black leggings and my athleisure, you know. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I need to get you wrong with that. right. <laughs> but you know, you've really like, I I wrote something down and I said you are you're one of those people that you see and it makes when I see you it makes you it makes me comfortable to be myself when you see somebody who's putting yeah. themselves out there who's you know just a happy person who loves themselves, who's doing the work to get to know themselves. It's so refreshing. And it's, 
it's in fact not it's contagious there we go yeah. you know oh, I absolutely love that I definitely want to be the light in mm-hmm. other people's lives like even if I'm not like a significant part even just like waving or complimenting someone it makes me feel good I love receiving compliments but I also love giving them because I like seeing people smile and be happy and be like oh Zania makes me feel good I would hate if people didn't like me. That actually makes me really sad. The thought of that when people are like thinking negative things of me because I only want people to think the best of me. So I guess that's why I try to be super optimistic and happy and just outgoing. So I can be that happy factor in um, people's lives that I meet. Yeah, that it's like the little things. Mm hmm. And, you know, watching somebody kind of go through that, you want to make sure, like, you see something like somebody having a bad day, like, let me just say, like, oh, cool shoes, you know, just in case, you know? Yeah, because I, I'm trying not to cry right now. I was about to go a deep, (laughs) I was just thinking before I said it, um, but it's because I also know, I already know how it feels to mm-hmm. be ignored. Because um, a lot of the times I was ostracized or, you know, this may be like a little surprising, I guess, but I hate working in groups. I don't like working in groups because I just feel like, okay, let me get to this. Um, you know when the teacher's like, choose a partner? I hate that. I would mm-hmm. never get picked. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why. I was, I was like the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. And I could like work good by myself and independent. And I can make people laugh and do whatever. But then when it's actually time to get in like a group, mm-hmm. something like that. I would be like ignored mm-hmm. and it's like okay well let me go with my real friends now and people would know me and be like oh yeah that's Naya like haha like she's funny or she's super dramatic or crazy she's like the crazy wild funny girl or something like that but it's like no one would actually partner with me oh but you're fun to be around whatever but like no I don't want to like partner with you or like really hang out with you like that outside of school you're only a class friend yeah yeah so i definitely understand what it feels like to be ignored Mm. and even bullied or made fun of you know picked on stuff like that because i am so bubbly and out there and i guess sometimes i can put on that airhead persona where I'm like what like what's that you know I don't know that comes out sometimes (laughs) but then I'll get made fun of like oh Zanaya you're so stupid or oh my gosh why would you do that like look what she has on her what is she doing and these will be my friends not like people that's why I didn't even know it was bullying until just recently because I'm over here thinking that was normal. Like, oh, friends, 
do that to each other, but I don't think the way that they carried it about was normal because it would only be me, no one else, only me that would get comments like, Zanai, you're so stupid, bro, you look so ugly right now, you're so ugly. I would, like, literally, like, me wearing my glasses, I would get picked off for wearing glasses, like, who, who would get, like, literally, they're right here, like, I hate wearing glasses in public because mm. of that, um, but then even when I got contacts for the first time in the eighth grade, I even got made fun of like that, like, you look like a character or some type of, like, turtle or something with their eyes popping out or your eyes look too big you need to put your glasses back on i'm like where are these comments that doesn't even make sense like where are these comments coming from i'm just like i would just get picked up for literally no reason but i would just have to laugh it off and be like oh because you know i just have that personality and i don't want people to be like dude it's just a joke it like if we would bust out in mm-hmm. tears because i'm a super sensitive emotional person but I don't want to let other people see that. So, yeah, I understand. That's why I try to be um, nice to other people no matter what. I would never, ever want to make fun of someone else just because I know how it feels to be in that position. You kind of, like, hearing somebody express your own feelings in such a like, articulate, like, perfect way, that was just, like, you know? Like, I got yeah. it. Never being oh. picked last. And you were like, what's wrong with me? And, yeah, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I would literally ask myself, am I doing something wrong? Because mm. I don't like having that pressure. And then it's like, or getting picked for a sport or something. And then I'm picked, like, bottom to last. Even though I am so competitive and good at sports. But I don't know. I'll just get picked last because I'm not... I don't, I don't even know, actually. I have no clue. But I just hate groups. I absolutely hate groups. I always feel like I'm the odd one out in groups. I would rather be by myself, work by myself, be independent. Because I have control of, mm. okay, if I want to go say hi to someone or do this with other people, I can. And check on them, see how you're doing, da, 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 do whatever. But I want to have that freedom of, like, working by myself, being by myself, expressing myself, and, like, presenting it. Like, this is what I did. Not having, like, others um, be like, no, that idea is stupid. Or stuff like that. Because, you know, my group work, I would always put cute little images on it and sparkles and cupcakes and pink colors. And they would take it off, like, literally the second before we present it. And I, I would Are you it. serious? They deleted it, and then it goes on the board, and I'm like, I didn't make that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, like, recollecting what happened, like, last year. <laughs> wow. I literally stayed up all night making the whole information, collected the information, statistics, made the slideshow, put extra audio and visuals on it, everything, made assign everyone a part because I do all the work because I'm – would say I'm a hard worker when I feel like it because I'm mm. a, a procrastinator. <laughs> but when I do get to it, it's really, really good and creative. So the fact that right, like a second before he presented, he just took everything off of there, made me so infuriated. But 
That's me going on a rant. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> did he? Did he apologize? Did you talk about it afterwards? Yes, and we got in a really bad argument. Like on argument. Report me or something. Are I you? don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, it's like so insane. But we made up after, and I was like, "All right, bye. Uh, enjoy graduating." And then we never talked again because that was like near the last day of school. It was like, "All right, well, I'm never gonna see you again. Goodbye." <laughs> what is wrong with people these days? I'm telling you, and this isn't like a rare occurrence. This is like people do. There was this time, uh, like, literally uh, a few weeks ago, we were doing this theater exercise, and it was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you go to somebody, and they do it back. I was the last person to be picked, and we're all in a circle. I start bawling. I start crying. I couldn't even do it. I was just like, I was just, I, 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 and I understand you know? that. Oh my gosh. And it's like people try to make it like, oh, try to invalidate that, you know? Because they're yeah, so like, it's not quick. that big of a deal. Why are you crying? What's wrong with you? And that makes you feel worse. Mm-hmm. Like, hello? Like you're immature. Like, it's a big deal to me. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be crying for no reason, you know? People don't just cry for no reason. Obviously, there's a meaning behind that of why they're crying. Try to understand it instead of belittle them or try to make it make sense in your mind and be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Um, It's not that big a deal. Get over it. That's just being insensitive, just straight up insensitive and condescending on their part to, you know, make comments like that. But the cool... Although it sucks, the cool part about us, and I've noticed people who have been rejected, we create our little worlds. We start doing editing. We start creating our own podcast and screenwriting and movies and this, and we create our own world. And there's going to be a time, there's going to be a time where it's up in the air and it's like, wow, and people are going to be like, man, how did you... It you know that rejection and that hurt and that pain goes into something so beautiful, and it's mm-hmm. hard in the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. It sucks, like literally. And it, that's what I'm saying. We can create something beautiful mm-hmm. from this past trauma, from the bullying, from the incidents, from all the events in our life and we can make something just amazing out of that like you said our own world and i love that yeah like even like opening up our worlds like now like you're saying like i relate to that you know like i feel Mm -hmm. connected like oh my gosh if somebody were to just like say it out loud i wouldn't feel so alone and lonely and you know I really, I appreciate your vulnerability because these topics, like, it has not been easy and I appreciate you for kind of just, like, being you, Mm -hmm. being open. Yeah, I swear I don't want to cry in here, so I'm kind of like, okay, you know, when I get to a heavy topic, I'm like, let me just take a breather really quickly. It's okay. I was tearing up. I was almost tearing up. You probably couldn't see it because of my glasses, but I was almost tearing up. (laughs) When your glasses get like all fogged up, I'll know. <laughs> but 
No, yeah, it's it's definitely hard to touch on that, but I'm glad that I did. I'm really happy that I did and that I'm opening up. And it's probably because, you know, another factor, I just feel comfortable with you. Because, you know, um, just us being obviously two black girls and Mm -hmm. talking about topics like this, I wouldn't be as open if you, like, were white or, Mm -hmm. you know, a man or something. I probably would be a bit hesitant, like, uh, well, (laughs) you know. Just something happened in my in my HGAP class, and then that that was it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much the story. So. And, like, the masking and the performing, and it's just like, oh, anyway, you know, it's totally fine. And, you know, but it's yeah. not. But it's not. And it's like, how are we going to, like, admit that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's rough. So rough. But I feel like we're healing from it. Through ways like. And when we don't see it, people are taking notes and people are learning. And there's people who were taking notes and it's just this, you know, and we don't think. And, you know, it's crazy how people will see you now. Like, oh my gosh, you were so expressive. And look what she's doing now. She's awesome. Man. I feel like it's almost like people are also intimidated because they don't allow themselves to feel that kind of emotion or to unleash their own self or to, you know, it's something that they've restricted because it's, it's been taught to us, but we were able to fight through it and kind of rewrite the narrative. But some people are so scared and that's where we create this divide and that's where people are like, what are you wearing? And like, you know. Um, I might would never let my kids. That's too grown. Red nail polish. It's just like, come on. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I'm so grateful. And I think actually the main reason I started my TikTok account was so it could reach um, younger audiences. Mm-hmm. I want to. Um, I want my videos to reach you know girls like me just a few years ago, so they know. It's okay to dress like that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to express yourself and to see, you know, people like them wear those things and just express themselves in that manner and be like, wow, like I'm a black girl. And I know this may sound just absurd, but that I can be girly mm-hmm. and wear skirts. That I can wear high socks. I can wear cute pigtails and it's not weird because mm-hmm. I feel like. Even I, I get these comments under my videos once in a while, but it'll literally just be me being girly. Just the normal girly outfit, skirt, high socks, pigtails. And I'll be like, why are you trying to be white? Or why are you trying to be Asian? That's another big one. And I actually think that is a racist comment towards both sides. Yeah. Because... For one, you're saying it's not possible for a black girl to express herself in a girly way, which Mm. is, uh, you know, that's pretty racist. And then number two, you're contributing towards, what is it, infantilizing Asian women? Because you expect them to 
dress that way mm-hmm. or expect them to always dress in a really soft way and be like, why are you trying to be? Because another thing I'll be, why are you trying to be a child? What? I, <laughs> it would be like both of them. It would be like, why are you trying to be a child and Asian? And I'm like, what? I know. I'm like, so are you trying to say that being, I'm trying to be Asian and be a child? Like, how did those two, first of all, how did those two even relate? I'm like, do you think of Asian women as like children or something? Like, I'm really lost by that comment. And it's really disgusting. And then another thing, I'm like, what child wears that? Because the way I do it, it'll be like a Y2K kawaii way. I kind of like combine the two. So it'll be like a crop top and a mini skirt and high socks. Yeah. In like a teenager way. No no five-year-old would wear that. That's why I'm really confused. Peter. Like I'm, wearing, yeah. I'm not wearing a bib and a pacifier and a shirt that says, um, daddy's little girl. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. And then I'm not wearing, like, Dora the Explorer-like stuff. That would be, like, okay, all of that combined, you're trying to be a child. And I'm not, like, goo goo gar Like, you're doing way too much. That's insane. If anything, like, the whole point is I want to look like a teenager. Because I was never allowed to dress like a teenager. Mm. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to wear mini skirts. I'm trying to wear crop tops. I'm trying to look like hot like you know i'm not trying to look like a kid that doesn't even make sense so i get a lot of troll comments i've even gotten dms like racist dms like you're black why are you dressed like that Mm. i know and i'm like delete i just so i used to entertain it i used to text back you know what are you talking i don't even drain myself like that anymore Mm. when i see that it's an instant delete. Like, you're not going to get that out of me. I don't entertain comments like that at all anymore. Gotta protect, like, you know? and what you Mental s- health. Yeah. And, like, you're dressing how you've always wanted to dress. And you're getting to, like, live out that reality, you know? Yeah. And there's something so special. And, you know, I feel like we don't have a timeline. You know, I feel like... Growing up, it was like, dress here, but by the time you're, you have to start dressing at Forever 21, and then you have to start dress. It's like, we, I, hate that so I much. know, we're just kind of merging it, you know? Like, oh my God. And speaking of timelines, this is gonna infuriate me. This is gonna. Tell <laughs> me, tell me, tell so me. Heated. Allie, you don't get it. Like, I feel like TikTok is really toxic. Oh, because yeah. <sighs> when it comes to how old you are, mm-hmm. when you know how my uh, my age is in my bio, and I'll comment that on some stuff when it's like relevant to me or something. Yeah, I'm nineteen. Da, da, da. And people will be like, "You're nineteen? I thought you were like 14. And okay, I like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm like, okay, they think I'm younger than how I look. Cool. Yeah. But people literally on that app think that 
if you are 18 and up, they think you are some grown adult. Mm. And I understand. I understand that when you turn 18, yes, legally, you are the age of consent now. I understand you are technically an adult, but they have to realize you were a young adult. You don't just turn into some grown adult. Like, you don't go from 17, oh, they're just a minor. They're just a baby. Protect them. To yeah. You can go be with a 50-year-old. Cool. I was still in high school when I was 18. Majority. What, me just showing up with a 50-year-old. Yep. It's okay, guys, because I'm an adult now. I'm 18. I was still in high school. Like. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense to me. And people call me old on that app. And I'm 19, and I'm like, I can live to be 100, and you think 19's old? And they'll be like, they'll be literally 15. I'm like, that's going to be you in four years. What are you talking about? 19 is old? I'm like, are you okay? And I'm confused with the mindset, because when I was like 11, 12, 13, I always thought that 17 and 18 and 19 were like, I always saw that as, like, the cool older sister vibe. Yeah. But I thought of that as, like, oh, I can't wait to be that age. I want to be cool. I want to be a cool teenager. I never saw that as an adult. I don't know about other people, but I always saw that as you're a teenager shopping at the mall with your friends. Yeah. In high school and maybe going to college. I never thought of that as, okay, working a full-time job, eight to five, um, living in your own house. Like, that's what people on TikTok think. They think, like, as soon as you turn 18, you're kicked out of the house. You got to do all this. I'm like, I still live with my parents when I am on break from college. Like, why would I... How would you even get that much money to get your house right away? Yeah, and like I'm not talking about like abusive, toxic households where yeah. like, you have to do that. that. Yeah, so, like a normal, a normal situation. You're gonna stay with your parents. What? And then there's on top of that, like you're 18, you're 19. I flew out and I'm living like a five thousand dollar a month apartment, and that. That's another, that's another thing. Like, oh, once you're like 21, you have to be paid, you know, all these influencers and you're like, oh, blah, 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 you know, and it like affected me so much. There's people in my class who are like 22 and I'm like, you guys are the same age as like Doja Cat or like, not Doja Cat, but you know what I mean? And I'm just like, you guys aren't like, and it's like, Allie, what do you think about your, you know, the Stranger Things cast, they're doing all this great stuff and we really have to focus Because it really hurts us inside as we're getting older and older. We're looking around. Oh my gosh, this person, she's doing this and she got into that. And it's like, you know, and the pressure keeps getting, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I get it. No. Or like, just thinking about people, how people's mindsets have changed. I don't know. And... It sucks. I feel like the old mom. You know how, like, parents are like, when I was your age, I'm starting to say that to, like, fourth year. I'm over here. When I was your age, what am I talking about? What am I say- What am I talking about? Because I feel like we're the same. I, I feel like we're, friend- like, the same mm-hmm. age. Like, wait, what's five years younger than me? What? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And they literally see me as, like, an old hag. And I'm like, I'm still a teenager. What are you talking about? Like... If I 
this okay can i tell you something that actually happened that yeah me? oh so i saw this video on my 40 page okay it was a 14 year old girl and she captioned it when you're entering high school so now you have to learn how to do makeup and i was like oh no i was like this poor girl and i commented i was like i was like don't feel peer pressure to do makeup um, get off my phone, whatever, do whatever. Go back to my phone. I see someone made a stitch or uh, made a video responding to a comment I made. And I'm like, what? It's her roasting me and like being so mean and being like, I can wear makeup if I want. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, I can wear makeup if I want to. Like, it's not my fault. Like, you look ugly with it. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Damn. I was like, I literally commented. I was like, I was saying don't feel peer pressured just because other people are doing it. I was trying to be nice to you. And she deleted the video so fast. And then I was like, and that's why you deleted the video. I'm sorry. I have to be a little bit salty. And then she got so mad. And do you know what she said? She was like, ew, you're like, and this is when I was 18. She was like, you're 18 arguing with a 14 year old. You're literally an adult. (laughs) No, no, she pulled that this card. Makes me so mad. I'm like, are you like serious right now? I'm like, be so for real, bro. Like, okay, let's like, how does how is having a job equivalent with making a TikTok comment? I hate mm. when people say, get a job or something. What are you doing? I have a job. Does that mean I'm working twenty four seven and I'm not allowed to comment on a video? And I have, like, that doesn't even make, have any, like, equivalence. That doesn't even make sense. Or they'll say that because they're mad. They'll pull the minor card now. Like, if you're 18 and up, you're, like, don't even try. Do not even comment on a video of someone younger than you and disagree with them. Like, even slightly. Because they will come for you. They'll be like, at your prehistoric age, get off my video. Wow, you're, you're so old. You're so old. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. You're a grown adult. Get a job. I'm like, I'm not a grown adult. I'm literally a teenager. Yeah. I'm literally in the same boat as you. We're both teenagers. What are you talking about? If we stood right next to each other, we would both look like teenagers. It's not like I'm 40 and you're five. Like, what? Mm. I'm so confused. We prob- I'm like, we probably look the same. We literally look the same age. And I'm like, please, please, like, don't pull the minor card. That's so embarrassing. And I'm not, I'm not 30 trying to hit on you or, like, literally argue with you. Because I don't argue on TikTok. I only disagree with people. I'll be like, oh, well, I don't really. Like, in a nice way. Like, yeah. In a conversation. Like, eh, da, da, da. I'm not making paragraphs arguing no one has the time for that and no one's bullying no one's doing any of that it'll literally just be me being nice like that like oh don't feel peer pressure yeah little girl it's okay i was trying trying to give like helpful older sister vibes yeah like i was like oh baby don't feel pressure to put makeup like and she comes for me and i'm like Girl, if you wanted to wear makeup, just say that. You like, know what? Like, shut up. Just go I'm to sorry. school looking a hot mess, okay? I'm like, at this point, I don't care what you do. Just get out of my face. I'm like, you clearly wanted to wear makeup. Don't say anything about peer pressure because she was like, I can wear makeup if I want to. I'm like, then wear makeup. What? But she was making it sound like I'm being peer pressured too because I'm entering high school. I'm like, I literally didn't even wear 
makeup until I was 18 years old. So I'm like, don't feel peer pressure. Like, you don't have to. And she got so mad. <laughs> it's kind of oh sad. Like, I guess our middle school years and our high school years are pretty rough. But imagine, like, now TikTok and all of this stuff. And you're scrolling and, like, oh, my gosh, I don't look like them. And I'm a baby and I have a certain period of time before 18. And now I have to be signed with a modeling agency and be in Milan and, you know. It definitely hurts young girls' self-esteem. Like, even mine a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, not anymore, though. My For You page, uh, it's literally only woman of color <laughs> in, in fashion. I, like, I am so glad, like, I made it me because it used to be, like, these white, you know, when I first thought about, like, white girls, like, dancing or something or, like, just standing there, and I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't. Because you look in the but mirror now, long enough, you're like... Yeah, and it hurts. They're, like, just, like, pretty girls with, like, full faces of makeup on and, like, a heavy filter on. Like, you did you know some people... Like, those girls with, like, the, who literally just show their face lip-syncing lyrics, they'll go to Instagram, they'll, like, play the song. I, like, I just learned this. Um, they'll put an Instagram filter on, and they lip-sync the TikTok song. Like, they have to memorize it, like, play the audio in their ear, memorize the words. They go on Instagram, put the filter on, and then record themselves, like, with silence in the background, and then, like, lip-syncing the song, like, like this, like, because then they have the Instagram filter on. Then they save the video. And, and they go they to TikTok. And then they upload that video. So it looks like they have no filter on. Because TikTok will tell, like, will tell you on the bottom. Yeah. But it's, it's already saved on Instagram. They don't know if you're wearing an Instagram filter. So then they'll post it. And it'll look like, oh, I just made this video on the spot. When they actually like did all that work to memorize the song. Put a filter on Instagram, save it, go back to TikTok. I'm like, if you care that much. Wow. That much. Wow. I'm like, that's so sad. Like, why can't you use a TikTok filter? Because they don't want people to know. They want to be like, oh, I'm naturally like, pretty. This beautiful. They do, work. they do all that work, though, because obviously you're insecure about your real face. Because I stopped using... um filters on TikTok, I used to, like, it was, like, half and half, like, one video would have it, and the other one did it, I don't really care, I kind of did it for fun, but then I was, like, mm, I'm gonna stop, and I just stopped using it, and I'm happy, because, you know, I'm happy with the face, or, yeah, I'm happy with the way my face naturally looks, so, and I just want to be, like, yeah, you know, like, you don't need filters, and it's fine if you do, yeah. but don't hide the fact that you use Wearing them, a that's when it hurts girls, self-esteem along with plastic surgery man i wish i could look like that and uh, and also yeah keep going i was gonna say that's a tricky subject plastic surgery um what are what are your views about that um i feel like y'all can do what you want but this is what i have a problem with right I remember, like, going on, like, I was on social media. I was on, like, Yubo. Ew. I would be flooded with, Allie, your lips are fake, you know. And I'm just like, y'all know that there are people out here. Like, there was a reference. Are you serious? Yes, Anaya. 
people would be like, you know, why why did your parents let you get fillers at such a young age? Like, have did they did they forget that black people exist? <laughs> and even like the slim like Africans, they they wake up and it's like that. But people need to realize that for some people it is unrealistic. For some people. But for other, that's just how they're created. People need to focus on themselves, who their mama, uncle, auntie, uncle, what they look like. Because, you know, you're putting all this work into something that either it's going to be hard to maintain or something you're just not going to have to achieve. And I mean, cutting the knife. If you go under the knife with, if you decide to get plastic surgery, it's your choice. That's totally fine. But I feel like, like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Personally, um, I feel like I'm just sad that people can't be with, uh, happy with the way that they naturally look. I would understand getting plastic surgery if it's something that's literally in the way and it hurts. Like, let's say, like, one of your nostrils is, like, I don't know, closing you yeah. to do. Yeah. Or like um, like something like it hurts and you need a surgery or like something isn't right with you like that type of surgery, um. But if it's something like, oh, I want bigger breasts, like what? I don't. I just don't get it. I mean, I guess yeah, people are gonna do what they want, but I wanna say I'm anti plastic surgery because I think everyone's beautiful the way they are. There's girls with like smaller breasts so pretty that's literally so pretty Mm -hmm. um i hope this doesn't sound uh what's it called hypocritical um but i feel like girls with bigger breasts i feel like i'm more accepting of them getting like a reduction because it it can yeah it affects their back yeah no like when it's something like that like if it's interfering in their life oh like it hurts and I want to get a reduction. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm bored with that. But if you want to get it bigger, I'm like, you're only doing that so you can, like, look more attractive. Girls with bigger breasts don't get done to look more attractive. Most of the time, they get it because it hurts and the pain and it's, like, um, like an obstacle, like finding clothes, something like that. But, you know, getting them bigger, it's like you're really only doing that to look more attractive for yourself or for other people. Or something like that. I think you should learn to love yourself if you want to get plastic surgery or something like that. But I'm not going to be like, wow, um, you know, and do it all down their face. Like, I can think whatever I want in my head. But I'm yeah. Like, I'll say cool, you know, whatever. Because you can do whatever you want to do. I'm not just going to, like, put a poster like, anti-plastic surgery. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, post about it, like, all mad, like, ban plastic surgery. You know, I can have my own opinion, but... You know, that's just me. It's whatever. And, like, have you seen the movie Funny Girl? No. What's that? Homework. Okay, Barbara Streisand. Have you heard of her? She is kind of, like, she is this icon for, like, theater and, you know, film and television. Can I share my screen? There she... Can I? Can I? Can I? Okay, share screen. Okay, three... Two, one. So Barbara Streisand, Barbara, 
destroyed. Okay, so the cool thing. Wait, I can't hear screen. You can't. Oh, uh, screen. Which one? Can you see this one? Oh my god, I can see. So it's yeah. In Funny Girl. If you guys are, she is so beautiful, and she has this beautiful nose. Ooh. And she talks like, you know, beautiful, Ooh. beautiful. Look at that. So Look at I that. I love that. See, I think people should embrace that. Like, they want just, like, the standard of, like, what other people have. I think that's so gorgeous. It's just, like, why? That's so gorgeous. So you know? Gorgeous. And it's, like, I, I understand. I guess, yes, society has pushed us in the box. And I feel like... It's almost like, I guess for, for me, like if I kind of conformed to that black girl stereotype to please, you know, it's different for everybody. But when I like see icons like Barbara Streisand, I feel like people believe that they have to look a certain way to get into a certain where where they want to go. But it's like, if you are unapologetically yourself, you stand out. It's not going to be easy. But at least when you're there, it's like, I did it being myself, you know? Yeah. Like, Barbara, look at that, you know? She's so great. She is, and she, she did the so aging great. thing. I love her nose. And it suits your face. Like, yes. I feel like God gives you your facial features for a reason. Reason. It suits your face. It's just... Yeah, I... And it's... Like, what are they going to tell their kids when their kids, you know, let me stop screen sharing. How do I stop? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Screen one. Can I go back? No. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like, what are you going to tell your kids and a bunch of different things? And it's just, it's a hard knock life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, we are coming to a close. What is... I'm copying, like, so oh, many... Really, I'm sorry, really quickly. It's yeah. It's still on share screen. Oh, stop share. Oh, oh, you'll be perfect. Yeah, I wanted to see you full. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, we're, we're, I saw, like, many podcasts do this, so I had to. If you can go back and tell your younger self anything, you have, like, 30 seconds to be like, okay... Any year, what would you say? Oh my god, we only have 30 seconds? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my god, I'm so, I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> um, alright. If I could travel back to the past and tell my younger self something, god. There's too many things to say. Okay, I would have to make like a, a 30 page list. Alright. <laughs> But I would say to myself, there's going to be some obstacles later in life. Mm -hmm. Don't let it get to you. Keep being you. Keep expressing yourself. Stay true to stay true to myself. Mm -hmm. Don't let peer pressure kick it. Don't let the ordinary ex- stop me from being extraordinary mm. and 
Yeah, in terms of expressing myself, that's what I would say. And then I would also say to myself, stop procrastinating all the time. <laughs> you have an essay due at 11.59. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And if I had to choose an age, um, I would definitely say my preteen years. Like, I would say this to my 12-year-old self, like, right mm. before I hit, like, the teenage years. So that way I know, because that's when it kind of kicks in. Like, no, I was pretty good in middle school. Actually, I want to say, uh... 14. 14 is when I would tell myself that because high school, um, yeah, because with work, I can't procrastinate a bit, so I can't, like, I get good grades, but I'm like, mm, I can do better. I could literally do so good if I did not procrastinate and half try on some things, so I would definitely tell myself uh, those two things. And my last question is, what do you think Futures and I would tell you right now? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I would hope that my future self would tell me, you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Bills are paid, period. I would hope my future self would tell me, in 10 years, that my, like, 30-year-old self would be like, girl, your life is amazing, you're rich, you have a successful job, you still have the same uh, boyfriend, now husband, um, <laughs> you are a well-known name, people look up to you, oh my god, that would be the life. <laughs> It will. I mean, think about it. You were like, I wanted to do brand deals, create this persona on the internet. I want to show myself on the internet. Honestly, yeah. Here you are. It's a lie, so maybe it could happen. I'm hoping so. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sanai. It has been so much fun. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm catching up with like an old friend and it feels so good. You are. Yeah. You are catching up with the old friend. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's been really refreshing. And I was kind of like, how is this interview thing going to work? And I'm yeah. excited to do more. And I'd love to have you back. And yeah. thank you so much, I'm, Sanaya. I absolutely just wanted to say I love the way that you, like, set this up and, you know, formatted this whole interview. I love it. Thank this is you. Gonna be so good for you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so um, I I just feel so like I don't know. I feel like, you know, after this, you kind of doubt yourself and you're like, hmm, like, am I at the place I want to be? But after like talking with you, I don't know if you feel this way. It's like you know, I'm kind of like I'm right where I need to be. Like no I pressure. Feel me too. And I actually feel very refreshed. Yeah. After your interview. Uh, this is like a post interview. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel very, very refreshed right now. Like, I feel like that was so beneficial for me. And I just want to thank you. Thank you so much. I definitely want to come back and do this again sometime. Yes. It's incredible. And you are just so talented and just so smart and amazing for putting this together. I absolutely love that about you. Thank I've you. always admired that because even from ninth grade, I could tell that you were very special and had this gift and 
That's why I really wanted to be your friend. I was like, oh, I want to be friends with her. I wanted to be your friend. I saw you. I was like, ooh, I gotta, I got, you know, another black girl. Like, we gotta stick together. We have to. It's a must. Thank you so much, Anaya. So like, of course, God. Next yeah. break, we need to meet up. Yes, please, just text me, and anytime if you want to have me back for this, or just even about advice, I will gladly, gladly, gladly respond back and just talk and whatever you want to know or needs to know. I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Which opens up, guys, if you're listening, if you have anything you want to ask Zanaya or advice um, for a big sister Zanaya, please uh, DM <laughs> me. Um, and thank you for listening. Adios. I can just stop it here. But that was so much fun! Oh, let me.